Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode where we are talking about three main decluttering myths that are circling around in the world. I've got my notes right here and a decluttering truth bomb. So let's just get right into the truth bomb because it kind of lays the foundation for these myths that we're about to talk about, kind of, but also it's just a really, it's been on the front of my mind um, just based on the posts that I've seen inside of the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group, which if you are not in the Facebook group, come join us. It's amazing. It's one of the most supportive spaces, actually the most, I would say the most supportive space for decluttering your home. If you're a mom and you don't want to become a full-blown minimalist, come join us. Okay. And plus, I like to be able to say hi to you live, like Candace, Bethany, Janelle, hello on Facebook. Um, if you're watching live, say, hey. Okay. So here is the truth bomb about your clutter and decluttering. You need less to do, okay? You need less to do. And one of the top reasons, if not the number one reason that you are behind on things like your housework and cleaning up all of the time and everything else that you have going on is because you have too much. You have too much stuff. And for the purposes of this podcast, we're gonna talk about it in the form of your clutter but it can also be too much stuff in the form of like societal expectations, unfair expectations on yourself, right? Doing things that you don't really need to be doing um, that aren't serving you, aren't making your life better. Things like the, the biggest example that I can think of right now, because we just had a bunch of birthdays here at our house is like going crazy over the top with birthday parties, because that's what society tells us to do, right? Like we have this pressure to perform for birthdays, right? Or we have this pressure to do it all and not ask for help and not expect our family members to help us, right? We should just be able to do it all. And that is one form of doing too much. However, I think that the number one reason is too much stuff too much stuff in your home. And I'm going to do a podcast episode um, soon. I don't know exactly when with my grandma talking about this and she's kind of watched this evolution. She's in her seventies of homes and our society changing and having more and more and more stuff and houses getting bigger and bigger and bigger and it being easier to buy more, 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 and um, kind of give us some perspective on how much we actually have and how much of it is not necessary. Um, things like clothes, toys, all of those things. So you need less to do, which means you need less messes to clean up. You need less laundry to wash. You need less toys to organize. You need less stuff. You need less stuff to shift around your house. And if you can get rid of that, I promise you, you will have way more time. And what I'm going to say, know that I'm saying this with compassion and understanding and kindness, but really, if you are so far behind, if you are always behind on the stuff inside of your home, the messes, the cleaning up, the laundry, the, the toys, the organizing, the dishes, if you are behind, it's because you have too much stuff. I used to tell myself that it was because I had kids or because I had just had a baby. And yes, I'm in a season right now. I've been really open with you guys about that, where we have three big kids and two toddlers. Again, I just came out of my, you know, two kids in two years. My youngest is finally one and I still haven't fallen behind on my house to the point where it's overwhelming. Okay. 
my standards are lower, right? My house is not pristine or, you know, super clean by any means because I know that I do have two toddlers and three kids and we're living through a pandemic, right? But I'm not behind. I'm not behind on laundry. I'm not behind on dishes. And I'm not behind on toy messes, right? And I tell you that because I really truly believe this is the truth that I believe in, in my own home and in the homes of the moms that I have helped. Too much stuff in your home is the reason that you are struggling, right? The number one reason that you are struggling. And there are other factors that come into this, right? But even eliminating that excess stuff in your house, the clutter makes all of those other circumstances easier to adapt to and adjust to and be okay with letting it slide, right? Like I said, my house looks like it has two toddlers who rip everything apart and dump things out all of the time because that's a season of life that I'm in. But I know that at the end of the day, I can get it recovered in 30 minutes or less. So you have too much stuff. That is the truth bomb. You have too much stuff. You don't need it all. So let's talk about these decluttering myths that exist because I think if you can understand these myths and why they are not true, it will help you get to the essence of this, which is that understanding that you do have too much and you don't need it all. Okay, so this is a pretty specific one. <laughs> when we talk about clothes, and we're talking about this a lot in the group, I, I talk often and openly about having less clothes and how you shouldn't have to fall behind on laundry. We're a family of seven. We are not behind on laundry, and we haven't been in about eight years since we've decluttered our clothes. You don't need as many as you have, and decluttering the clothes, this is the myth that people believe. Let me know if you believe this. If you have less clothes, you're still going to be doing the same amount of laundry, right? Or if you have less clothes, you're going to have to do more laundry because you have less and you have to do it more often, right? Let me know if you think that that's true. It's okay if you do. Now, I will say in my experience of having way too many clothes for all of my family members, right? Back when we were a family of five, we decluttered when we were a family of five. I did like six or seven loads of laundry a week, right? Just our normal laundry, like our clothes that didn't count things like sports clothes that didn't count things like, like sheets and towels. It was just my family of fives clothes, six or seven loads a week. And I was never caught up. We always had some laundry basket somewhere with clothes in them that needed to be put away, which inevitably ended up with dirty clothes mixed into the clean clothes. Like that's, that was my life with a family of five. And I, I just could not get ahead. I thought something was wrong with me. I thought I needed a better system. I thought that I needed a better washing machine. I thought that I needed more help. I thought that I needed to, you know, be, you know, not work outside of the home because at the time I was working outside of the home. I thought that if I could just stay at home, I could stay on top of it. And then guess what? I got to stay home and I still wasn't on top of it. Right. So all of these reasons that I thought I was struggling and I thought that I couldn't get caught up were not true. The truth was I had too many clothes. And when we decluttered our clothes, when we moved to, uh, to Florida and we only had one suitcase of per person, all of a sudden I was on top of my laundry indefinitely. That was eight years ago. I have not fallen behind on laundry to the point where I'm like totally overwhelmed. Sometimes, you know, like I said, I just had a baby. Um, I'll have to do like four or five loads to catch up, but I can do that in a day. Right. And then I'm like, okay, woo, we're done. And then I'm back on track, but that's so rare. I can't even say that the, like, I honestly don't know when that happened last. Um, but if it did, it would have been right after I had Tara, which she is a year old now, but 
I don't do more laundry. I do less laundry because when you have more clothes, you wear more clothes, right? When you have more clothes, you don't have a reason to keep up on the laundry because you can let it pile up knowing that you have more clothes to pull from, right? So this is what I would do. I would be backed up on laundry. I would do the laundry. I would sit there in a clean pile. I had no incentive to actually finish the laundry that I had started because I knew in their closets was a whole bunch of more clothes that were clean-ish that I could pull from. So we wore more clothes. We wore way more clothes than we actually needed. In my head, I told myself all of these things. We need it. We need more clothes. I was constantly buying more clothes, right? On deals, on, you know, on clearance at thrift stores. I was constantly buying more and I was never ahead thinking that, you know, not realizing the pattern that I was in and the cycle that I was stuck in. And it was the craziest thing because when I got to Florida, I was actually working more. I had two jobs where I would work 6 a.m. to 1 p.m. And then I would go to my next job from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. And I was caught up on laundry all of the time. And it didn't make any sense because I was working more hours. I was away from home longer. The only thing that changed was we had less clothes. So you will not be doing more laundry if you have less clothes. You will not be, you will not run out of clothes, right? These are myths that we believe. And I know that a lot of people don't believe it until they try it. And then they're like, oh my gosh, it's the craziest thing. I'm not behind on laundry anymore. So you can declutter your clothes. And here's the thing too. A lot of times when we talk about this in the group, people are like, okay, but what about this? And what about this? And what if we run out? And what if, you know, um, how we want to just understand it before we actually try it. And here's the thing. If you are drowning in your laundry and you can't catch up and you've tried different routines and you've tried all of the things, why not just give it a shot, right? Why not just try it? Because the worst thing that's going to happen is that it works for you because what you've been doing in the past hasn't been working. So try decluttering, right? Try decluttering the clothes and just see what happens. Um, I promise you won't be disappointed because I've literally never seen it happen. <laughs> literally never seen it happen. Um, okay. And um, on that note about clothes too, um, when I do the podcast episode with my grandma, she is going to talk to us about like how she used to have five kids um, like me and we had the same amount of clothes. Um, she actually had just seven. She said that she had five everyday outfits that they wore to school. And then they had a bang around outfit is what she called it for the weekends. And then they had a church outfit for Sundays and it was fine. Right. And she's going to talk to us kind of about the, the history of society and how it's changed and how it's become easier to access quantities of things that we don't even need in the first place. Um, so that we can kind of understand it and get out of that cycle and stop making our lives miserable ultimately, right? Like that's what we all want. I don't want to, you don't want to be stuck in this laundry cycle any longer. Okay. So that's myth number one. If you declutter your clothes, you're going to have to do more laundry wrong. It's false. Everything about it is false. Okay. Myth number two is that only rich people can declutter. And this one um, used to be really upsetting to me because um, I would, I, I talk obviously about how my family and I have decluttered and people will say things like, oh, well, you must have a lot of money, right? Or, oh, you must have these special circumstances. No, no. When we decluttered, here is what happened. We lived in Alaska, our whole, my husband and I were born and raised, well, I was born and raised there. He moved there when he was about seven, born and raised in Alaska. He's always been an entrepreneur. And um, we decided suddenly we were going to move to Florida. He found an opportunity for his business. He wanted to pursue it. So we, we left. 
and we didn't have any money. We had actually, we were in a huge, gigantic financial hole because that's what happens a lot of times when you are entrepreneurs, when you're just starting out. We didn't have, we did not know how much money we were going to be making when we got to Florida. And P.S., it wasn't a lot. Um, I left my job behind where I was also a business owner and was making good money. I left that behind. Um, we didn't, we did not know anything. We did not know how much we were going to make. We did not have any money saved up. In fact, the reason that we left all of our stuff behind and only brought what fit in our suitcases is because we did not have enough money to ship it with us, which was the biggest blessing in disguise. I'm so glad we did not have the money to ship our clutter to us. Um, but we got there and we got our bare essentials, right? We had clothes, we had pots and pans, we had dishes, we had bedding, and we rented a house that was furnished. So we had time to like collect, you know, rebuy our own furniture. But we were really broke for the first like two years that we were there, had no money. We were not rich. We did not have a fallback plan. We did not, and here's the thing either too, we did not go without. We didn't struggle in any way financially. There was never a time where we were like, oh my gosh, we got rid of that stuff and now we're screwed without it. Our life is over. It never happened. I can't even tell you what 99% of the stuff that we got rid of was. Honestly, I don't know what it was. And at the moment, in the moment when I was getting rid of it all, all I could see was dollar signs flying out the window. All I could see was just in case. All I could see was what if. And honestly, I felt like I was going to die, right? Because I didn't have any money. I didn't have any fallback. I didn't know how much money we were going to be making. I left my job behind and went to go work two jobs and was still making less than what I did at the job, you know, the business that I left behind. And we were okay. You don't have to be rich to declutter. And I will say wholeheartedly that I think decluttering is one of the best things you can do if you are in a tough financial spot because it forces you to get resourceful, right? And it forces you to confront your past consumption habits that likely are the reason that you got into a financial hole in the first place, right? In the United States, I will say that our healthcare system is one of the main reasons and, you know, our lack of um, support for mothers postpartum and getting childcare is one big reason, but 99% of the reasons that we are in financial holes are because we got ourselves there because of our poor consumption habits for buying things that we don't need, for buying things in amounts that we can't possibly consume, for buying things with money that we don't actually have, right? And so when you declutter that stuff and you get away from it and you see it all leave your space in your life, you don't go back, right? It, it changes you and you are more mindful about how you spend your money moving forward. And you are more mindful about actually setting up things for, um, you know, fi financial security, right? Like, setting up things like a savings account instead of buying, you know, clothes that you don't actually need because you actually have laundry mountains at home already, right? You have enough clothes at home, put that money into savings. And that's what we, what started happening was like everything shifted for us. And we're like, wow, we really spent our money very unwisely, right? And we're not hard on ourselves for it because you have to learn it sometime and in some way, but we weren't rich and you don't have to be rich to declutter it will help you financially um, for just for so many reasons, getting clarity, changing your consumption habits, all of the things. Okay. Um, now the final myth, final decluttering myth, one that I am super passionate about too, is that 
people think that if you declutter, you have to be a minimalist, right? And what does that even mean? I don't know, right? But it means it has this, um, it's kind of goes back to the, the truth bond that we were talking about at the beginning is like, we have all of these unnecessary things that we carry, right? That society tells us we need to carry. And I think, I personally believe that being a minimalist or practicing minimalism is, is one of those things sometimes, not all of the time. I'm not going to say it's inherently bad, but there is like the stigma attached to it of like having white walls and having, you know, white kitchens and having only wooden toys and having big airy filter photo type spaces in our homes. And if we don't, then what's the point of decluttering, right? Like I don't subscribe to that at all. It's a whole lot of pressure. Um, and this unrealistic, idealistic standard that most people just aren't going to have in their everyday life. And that's okay, right? Your house doesn't have to look like a Pinterest perfect space. You don't have to use white. I don't want a white kitchen, right? I don't, I don't even want white walls to be honest, right? Like it just doesn't appeal to me. I like dark wood. Um, but you don't have to, you don't have to be a minimalist, right? You don't have to deprive yourself of things. You don't have to even have a certain kind of toys for your kids. If you want to declutter, right? Like we have a whole bunch of kinds of toys. If you know, we have a gym in our basement. If you guys are watching on the live, nothing about our basement is minimal, right? Like it's got a full blown gym in it. Um, and I just don't want you guys to feel like if you're going to declutter, you have to do it to this extreme standard. No, if you're going to declutter, just do it to get down to a manageable to you amount, right? Same thing with the clothes, right? A lot of people are like, well, if I declutter my clothes, I have to have a capsule wardrobe. Says who? Nobody, nobody. Um, if, it, if it feels restrictive to you, don't do it, right? Don't get rid of things just to be like, well, according to my photos, I have too much stuff, right? Or according to this capsule wardrobe guide, we have too many clothes. That's not the point. The point is only to get it down to a manageable amount for you so that you aren't always behind or ever behind, right? And it feels right to you. To me, decluttering should feel expansive, right? It should not feel restrictive. It should feel expansive in that when you declutter, you feel like you have more time. You feel like you have more energy. You feel like you have more space. You feel like you have more clarity. You feel like you have more love and patience to give to your kids, right? That's what decluttering feels like. If it starts to feel restrictive and it starts to feel like you're just losing a whole bunch of things that you really, really want, stop doing it. That's not the point, right? If you feel like you're just decluttering to achieve this minimalist standard, stop doing it. You're missing the point, okay? So these are the three main decluttering myths that I think are out there that do hold us back because we believe them. If you can break them down and um, turn them into a different story, I think that it helps us. Um, it's okay. Here's the final thing too. It's okay to have an easy life, right? It's okay to have a house that's easy to clean. I want to normalize being caught up. And I want to normalize not being exhausted on the weekends, which is how I am now, right? Every Saturday and Sunday, my husband, because my husband works Monday through Friday, every Saturday and Sunday, all we do is whatever we want to do. All we do is play. All we do is take a nap, right? I'm not catching up on weekends anymore. I do do homeschool lesson planning 
but, and I do this, I do my podcast with you guys, but this doesn't feel like work to me, right? This feels expansive. This is fun for me. I, I think we need to normalize that, right? Make it normal to have time to do what you want to do. Make it normal to take care of yourself. Make it normal to have free time. Make it normal to be bored, right? Make it normal to be so caught up. You don't even know what to do with your time, right? Because I think that's the best way to live, right? And I think that's the whole point of decluttering. And that's the point where I'm at now. And I want to normalize it for you. I want you to get to that point too. Um, it's possible. It's possible. I have five kids. We homeschool. Um, it's crazy and it's insane. <laughs> it's, it's a lot, right? Like just having five kids in general every day is a lot, but it's doable and it doesn't have to suck and you don't have to be drained and you don't have to be exhausted. Um, you can have time for everything that you want to do. So that being said, I will see you guys all on the next episode. Hey, real quick, before you go, I just wanted to let you know, you're not a terrible housekeeper. You just have too much stuff and you might have some toddlers. I wanted to invite you to Decluttering Simplified, the four-week plan to help you declutter your entire home top to bottom in the simplest way possible. Yes, it can be easy. Yes, you can do it. Stop shifting your clutter around. You know, the thing you do where you don't really know what to do with the stuff, so you try to put it in the closet or move it to another space of the house, or maybe you even packed it up into nice little containers, but ultimately you're just organizing your clutter and that's not gonna get you to where you wanna be. Decluttering Simplified is your four-week plan. You don't have to do it in four weeks. You get lifetime access to it, but I promise you, once you get started, you're not going to want to stop until the four weeks is up. In addition to this four-week plan, you get to join the Decluttering Simplified group and myself twice a month for live co-decluttering sessions. This is where we hop on Zoom together. I play you some super fun and kid-friendly music, and you get 30 minutes to declutter with all of us together to help keep you on track. I promise you will love this. You will have so much fun. And best of all, you will get your house decluttered in no time. If you want to get into decluttering simplified, just go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash decluttering simplified, or you can find the link in the show notes of this episode. I can't wait to see you inside. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, Head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group. 
or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.